Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And we are here for the final episode of 2021. It has been a journey. It has been a trip. We got a lot to say in regards to, you know, our 2021 recap, our 2022, you know, things to look out for that we'll discuss. But I can say thank you all so much for tuning in this year. This is, I guess we're now heading into almost our second year of this podcast that you know, anniversary comes in June, but this past year I think has really taken me and Kara by surprise when we saw sort of our Spotify wrapped results and how fast this podcast grew. It was very surprising. So thank you all for listening. And if you're new here, I'm so glad you're here. Stick around because we're going to be navigating your life through 2022. But literally, seriously, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you so much. Also to anyone who has ever, I don't know, shared our podcast with family or friends or posted it. It just kind of like, I don't know, it means a lot. This is really exciting. It's also like a really big full circle moment because if you've been here since the beginning of 2020, then you know that Jay and I have made jokes about how we started this podcast possibly in one of the worst years of astrology. I don't know if that's like confirmed or not, but it was a pretty rough year as we all know. And then we were kind of like, oh, things get better in 2021-ish. And then we were like, okay, but 2022 will be the year. And at the time, like that felt like it was, I don't know, so far, far away and now it's here and I'm like I don't know pretty wild life is weird sometimes yeah no truly wild and we're gonna get into it in just a moment but uh before we do like Kara was saying like thank you so much to everyone who does spread the word about the podcast like the amount of times people have told me like oh my god I told my friend to listen to the podcast like oh my god I have a friend at work who's interested in astrology and I told him about the podcast like it's really cool to see how we can reach new people through just word of mouth alone. So thank you so much. But why I'm also bringing this up is if you like this, you know, podcast and want to show, you know, your appreciation, you know, a little late holiday gift, a little 2021 wrap up gift then maybe you might notice Spotify now has podcast ratings. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, please give us a little rating. I'm not going to say give us five stars, but I would like five stars. But ultimately, you decide. But I personally would love five stars. So if you want to drop a little, a little five stars, five stars to blame it on, catch my drift, uh, that would be <laughs> fantastic. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. We're going to start off by looking back into the past. 2021, it has been a year. Some of the highlights, some of the things that you listening to this have experienced, lived through, accomplished. What have you been through? 
First of all, you have been through three Mercury retrogrades this year, all of which happened in air signs. We had a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius, which caused technology to go haywire. We had a Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which was the epitome of miscommunication, and a Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which really put a lot of our relationships to the test and brought things out of balance. So kudos to you for making it through all of those things. And even now we're ending the year with a Venus retrograde in Capricorn, which for many of us is causing us to really reflect on relationship wounds and the role of responsibility in our lives and things like that and boundaries with the people we're, uh, you know, we're interacting with. So if, you know, you kind of experienced a little bit of funkiness this year, you've got some pretty hefty retrogrades to blame it on. Yeah, I think that... I don't know. The Mercury retrogrades pretty much went how we expected them to. Like there really were a lot of changes in social media and a lot of things going on there this year. And we, you know, not to say that we were the only people to predict this or talk about it, but we did mention it. And I don't know, that was really interesting, I guess, to see because at the time I just remember being like, yeah, changes on social media. Like there's all this Aquarius and like air sign energy, like the way that we communicate is forever changing, blah, blah, blah. But like it really has. And apparently there's going to be more changes in social media anyway in the future. So we'll see how any and all of that ends up going. We're very much so still in the middle of the Venus retrograde in Capricorn. We do have a previous episode on that if you want more details because that's happening for a minute. But yeah, I guess, oh my gosh, this is about to sound so weird, but I guess when we record like our recap of 2022, we will definitely have more to say, you know, about this and how this ends up going. One of the other key moments of 2021 was Saturn, the planet of discipline and karma entering Aquarius, which is a very, you know, technology oriented, innovative and unique and also humanitarian sign. So we saw, you know, more activism occur. We saw a lot more, you know, tech innovations you know this was a big year I think for tech but the interesting thing too was that Saturn in Aquarius was square Uranus in Taurus Uranus being the planet of unexpected things which is a key player in 2022 we're going to talk about that in a little bit but in Taurus dealing with finance we saw so many uncomfortable changes with you know, finances and cryptocurrency and just, you know, even like food went through some weird changes this year, obviously public health, things that impact the people, all of it was a little bit uncomfy, but we did make some pretty big innovations and some pretty interesting changes in the way that, uh, we we use technology and the way we view finances and money and all of these things in our lives. Yeah, I also think that a lot of the whole like work from home, Zoom university, like things like that, I really attribute to that whole situation going on between Saturn and Uranus and now it kind of like feels normal but then I have to just like remind myself that like that's that's not like a regular thing like that didn't used to be a thing you know like 
we didn't used to just go to meetings like on Zoom or like go to class on Zoom. Like obviously online school happened, but like not in the way that it did in the past year. And luckily, you know, some things are back to normal. It's a little bit questionable. Things are still kind of uncertain, which I definitely did not think was going to be happening at this point in time. But, you know, it is what it is. My point is, though, that we already saw a lot of changes going on on a very, like, big, like, societal level. And we have another one of those kind of, like, coming up soon. And I don't know. I guess it's just, like, a very interesting time to be alive. Well, In regards to COVID, we obviously saw lockdowns still continue, but then sometime in the middle of spring, summer, we saw and got that taste of freedom. The world kind of opened up again. We went out, we took our masks off, we were traveling, exploring, and a lot of people attributed that to Jupiter entering Pisces, which is a key player of 2022, and we'll talk about that in a minute, like I said, but there was a brief period of time in the spring-summer where Jupiter was in Pisces, and during this time we saw a kind of a taste of what's to come. We saw the world opening up. We saw people really connecting to their spirituality. We saw more people become influencers. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. We saw the rise of like astrology in the media and mainstream astrology and things like that. We saw, you know, creativity and empathy and all of these things kind of really come center stage for a hot minute and uh it was like i said the breath of fresh air in the middle of 2021 yeah that was possibly the highlight of the year maybe if i had a pick i think like i I, I would say so yeah yeah like i don't i don't necessarily know if that was the highlight of my personal year but i will say that like that was one of the best times like astrology wise and it was a good time like in real life too And uh, yeah, a big win for astrology because those dates lined up exactly with like, I don't know, when restrictions were not restricting anymore, when they kind of went away. And then also when they came back, when Jupiter left Pisces again. And is Jupiter in Pisces currently or did it not get there yet? Not yet. Okay. It's approaching. It's coming. And it'll be interesting to see if like we get like a round two of that. Because, you know, people are predicting low-key a little bit of the opposite, or at least people are concerned that a lot of those restrictions are going to come back. So it will be interesting to see, you know, what's going to happen once Jupiter's in Pisces again, if we're going to have like a round two of what we already went through, or if it's going to be a little bit different this time. Yeah, and the last thing that we kind of really experienced in 2021 was some eclipses in both Gemini and Sagittarius. And these eclipses kind of allowed us to really reflect on the media. You know, there was a big focus for like the past year and a half on like what is the truth in journalism? You know, what is the truth on the media? Are we spreading real information or is it just lies? And also, too, a lot of us kind of really started to figure out what we still wanted to learn you know, things with education obviously changed. Like Kara had said, we started seeing online school. A lot of people went back to school or quit school. And a lot of people started to kind of realize their purpose in life, what their curiosities are, what they needed to learn more in and whatnot. 
And uh, that was definitely, like I said, an interesting time too with just the way that it really impacted, you know, social media, the media in general, journalism, things like that. Yeah. And also like in the beginning of this year or like the beginning of the eclipses in Gemini and Sag, I just remember a lot of people saying that like education, specifically like college, were supposed to like be less popular and people weren't going to want to go to school anymore. And I do feel like there was a little bit of an opposite reaction, you know, in real life, just because a lot of people actually had the opportunity to go back to school or just chose to because, you know, maybe now their regular job isn't the same anymore now that it's online or just, you know, maybe they saw this as a time to change career paths or whatever. And I just thought that that was really interesting. Overall, though, there was like a lot of like change. We're not surprised by that because Gemini and Sagittarius are like mutable signs anyway. So there was a lot of like, I don't know, just like the need to adapt and try new things and figure it out. And um, I don't know. We're going into very different vibes. Yeah, I won't skip ahead, but like vibes in the future, very different. Oh, well, we're skipping ahead because it's time. (laughs) Let's talk 2022. I know you're all listening to this and you want to know what on earth is in store next year. People always ask astrologers during the end of the year, will 2022 be better? Like, Everyone wants to know their future at the end of the year. They want to know like what what to look out for within reason. But let's discuss what what do you need to look out for? There's a few things. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jupiter and Pisces. We just talked about this. Jupiter and Pisces, you know, which brought us that optimism of traveling, opening the world up and, you know, spirituality, things like that. That does come back. It comes back at the very end of 2021, I believe December 28th, and will be with us for quite some time in 2022. My personal prediction with this is that we're going to continue to see, you know, spirituality really take center stage and become mainstream. But I also believe, too, that this will be a huge thing for influencer culture. I think we're going to start to see more romanticism of daily life through TikTok. You know, I think about those like that girl videos on TikTok when that was trendy and just influencer culture in general. Like it's become kind of like for at least in my opinion, and you can disagree with it, kind of easy for people to become famous on social media, especially on TikTok. I think we're going to see more people really turn to social media, at least to become famous and just more, more and more people becoming famous and romanticizing life and sharing their romanticized version of life 
online with this. Specifically, there is a Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that happens in 2022. This happens on April 12th, and this should be a pretty big day in regards to pop culture um, and, like I said, influencer culture in general. If we think of Neptune as fame and Jupiter is expansion, Pisces is creative, it's romanticizing things. It just makes perfect sense that that's something that we could look out for in 2022. Yeah, I also feel like music and movies and things like that also will be like thriving. I know that a lot of things have started to like come out recently specifically I feel like everyone's been talking about whatever that Spider-Man movie is I really know that I should know these things but you know I'm always out of the loop on what's popular but I just wanted to say that too because you know in addition to social media and influencers Neptune and Pisces energy also kind of deals with like the fantasy and the illusion of things which also includes like what you're seeing in movies and other types of performances as well so I do hope that the arts and things like that come back and can thrive and have their moment as well, especially once the Venus retrogrades over. Now, there is a moment in the middle of the summer. The dates, in case anyone's curious, are May 10th through October 28th. Jupiter will be in Aries. This, to me, is giving very much like independence vibes this is very much me first type of mentality don't you have jupiter and aries i do my jupiter return is soon ish i don't really know i guess that it technically starts when that happens but then it's gonna go back into pisces so i don't i don't know i guess it depends on the astrologer and who you ask but yes what is your uh what is your take on jupiter and aries then out of curiosity Well, I think I'm going to fall in love (laughs) because it's going to be in my seventh house. Oh my gosh. I think too, like people sometimes will get married when transits like that happen. Not saying they're going to get married, but just like little fun fact for anyone. Anyways, I don't know. What is my Jupiter and Aries even like? Like I literally have no idea. It's funny because it's conjunct my Mercury and like it makes you talk a lot. Yeah. I was going to say following your impulse too, following your spirit your spun spontaneous side oh sometimes being a little bit too confident and just going for it or interrupting others or just saying it <laughs> instead of holding back but sometimes it is really good to like I don't know follow your gut instincts that's a big thing with like Aries energy that I don't know people you know talk about it that often but there will be like a a really strong, I guess, connection with yourself, which is, I don't know, really important, especially if you need to like check in with yourself and just kind of like have that confident, like, let me do what I need to do. Let me live my best life types of vibes. I don't know. I like it. Get it done and get it alone type of energy too. (laughs) But other things in 2022 that are worth looking out for, we'll have some, uh, some eclipses again. And they will be in Taurus and Scorpio this time around. Now, these eclipses are really going to bring up a lot in terms of the way we view possession, material goods, finances, low-key, even trauma, emotional stuff, you know, the ability to protect oneself, privacy, that's a big one. If we want to think about like privacy on the digital space you know, and boundaries in that regard, 
you know, our self-worth, beauty standards, a lot of these things are going to kind of come into question and we're going to start to figure these things out for ourselves as a society and internally the way that we did with the Gemini and Sag eclipses and how this brought, you know, more focus to you know, our communication style. Now we're focusing it on something on something a little bit more tangible. Yeah. Also what our values are. I feel like that's a big thing when it comes to privacy too, especially if you like grew up with social media and just like access to technology. It's just like something that was so normalized and it's very much just like, I don't know, a regular thing that we don't or at least I personally haven't taken the time until recently to like stop and think about like, okay, like what am I putting out on the internet? Like what do I want to share? Like what are my boundaries? What do I not want to share? What parts of my life am I going to keep private? And like things like that is going to be like a very big thing. And the reason why I was saying before that this is so different from Gemini and Sagittarius is because, you know, we're talking about fixed energies. So like the things that are happening and the changes that are being made or the direction that you're going in has either the opportunity to be like more permanent and more long lasting or the things that you're thinking about and reflecting on are like dealing with like the very like foundation of things. So any type of like change or alteration or whatever would be like low key a big deal because it's something that's been that way for like a very long time. I also want to mention too that these eclipses are very close to Uranus, which is the planet of the unexpected. So I'd imagine that we're going to be seeing a lot of big changes next year in the financial space, in the material world, in, you know, what Karis was saying with our values, privacy, a lot of big changes are to probably come next year. On an emotional level too, these eclipses might cause some emotional recklessness like I think of this is like impulse doing something because you feel a certain way so just know that during Taurus and Scorpio season and some of them can be really intense I'd argue that like the fall of next year might be a little intense if you just want a heads up just to you know keep it honest with y'all that the fall's looking a little a little intense you know in regards to change yeah we've been through a lot of change but also there's more change to come uranus has been in taurus for a while and we actually have talked about this before but there were a lot of like really cool things that happened with uranus there like changes we saw in like money and fashion and beauty and beauty standards and things like that but like now the nodes are there too and it's just going to be interesting, I guess, to see how that like changes things because, you know, the nodes, I don't know if we mentioned this, but it kind of like they symbolize our direction in life or like where we're headed or what we're focused on and what feels, I don't know, important to us personally and on a collective level. So with Uranus there, like a lot of those things can kind of like change and just like I don't know how many times I can say change and be different, but like that's really what what's going to happen. But especially when it comes to like we were saying before, like our privacy, our values, our emotions and things like that. So yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of focus on like Taurus energy. We got a little bit 
of a preview with the you know Saturn square Uranus in Taurus situation but this is just gonna I don't know add more to the story I also want to add that your comfort zone is going to change next year. You will be taken out of your comfort zone entirely. You know, if we think about Taurus as, you know, the comfort zone, Taurus is very fond of comfort and Uranus is there to take you out of it. That's going to be a big thing to think about, like what you were once comfortable with and what you were once familiar with might need to go. You might be needing to step out of that. And it could feel overwhelming at times, but just know that it's all a part of the process, especially with the fact, as Kara had mentioned, the North Node We'll have a conjunction to Uranus. This happens on July 26th. So if we're thinking about the North Node as kind of what we're working towards and Uranus and Taurus is taking us out of our comfort zone in the summer, you might realize in order to get to where you want to be in life, you need to stop doing things the way you were doing them. That it's time to step out of that comfort zone and to change things up. Now, I can say the North Node conjunct Uranus will impact society and some of the themes you might want to pay attention to are, you know, the economy, the workforce, politics, the environment. You know, the North Node conjunct Uranus historically hasn't necessarily caused some of the most pleasant things. Now, it does bring a lot of wonderful realizations, but I'm trying to think of someone, of an astrologer who like goes in depth into the history of things because I feel like that would be the the type of person that you want to like, I don't know, talk to. You know, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. We haven't gave that disclaimer in so long. Like we can't, at least I personally can't see the future. Trust me, if I knew exactly what was going to happen, I would tell you, but I don't. But yeah, if you're curious to get an idea. And JK Astrology on Instagram might be the person that you might want to follow for that. We have to talk about the last thing we're going to talk about in 2022 or for 2022, at least in this episode, is the retrogrades that are occurring because I know that everyone's going to want to know about the retrogrades that are happening. There are some big ones to pay attention to. There are four Mercury retrogrades in 2022. Now, before you freak out at that number, just know that you've already really kind of experienced three of them already. We have three of the four Mercury retrogrades start in air signs. So just like they were this year, you know, it starts in Aquarius, starts in Gemini, starts in Libra. They do switch in the middle to Earth signs. So we'll get a little bit of a taste of the earth mercury retrogrades that will happen but just know that nothing is really entirely unfamiliar expect more technology mishaps some mishaps in your planning if we want to think about the earth energy some work mishaps some miscommunication relationship stuff you know not missing missing the details things like that maybe some budgeting issues that's kind of the tea on that we end 2022, so pay attention to this one because I hope that you're making the most out of your New Year's to the best of your ability. Granted, like pandemic now, like 2.0, but 2022 ends with a Mars retrograde and a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn at the same time. So December 31st, 2022, I need you to stay home. But no, in all honesty, like it's just just another Mercury retrograde. It is what it is. Yeah, and we haven't had a Mars retrograde since the Mars retrograde in Aries. Is that true? Yeah. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting, I guess. I feel like Mercury retrogrades and the air signs have been very like, just like Mercury retrograde because it's like, oh, let's reflect on all of these things that we think about. So like, you know, some of it will be very familiar and like kind of like a similar vibe. I am interested to see how the transition into like the earth signs ends up like happening and then eventually it being in those signs just because we really haven't had that much of a focus at least I don't think I feel like there's been a lot of a focus on the cardinal signs in 2020 <laughs> and then this year I felt like there's a lot of like fixed sign energy but I don't know I feel like maybe it's because I'm an earth sign I just feel like no one's really been talking about it so having the retrogrades be there eventually and having a little bit of taste of that is going to be a little bit new and a little bit different compared to this year even though it is still like a continuation it's like i don't know a variation it's similar but different type vibes well yeah the mars retrograde is in gemini this happens like right around halloween if i'm not mistaken it happens the day before halloween of 2022 i just want to say as someone who has their mars in gemini like just don't fight people like make sure if you are going to fight people that you have receipts because that might be necessary uh just be mindful of like forgetting things and losing track of things in the second half of the year and like make some jokes to make yourself smile like I don't know it is what it is listen I don't make the astrology I just report it to y'all you take the good and take the bad but my overall take of 2022 is it's definitely going to be different I think that it'll be a huge year for social media and influencer culture. I think it's a huge year for spirituality. I think it's a huge year for, you know, politics. I think that we can expect a lot of change to occur in the way that we view finances and everything. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with, you know the economy and the environment and politics and all that stuff. But my best advice for 2022 is like to just fully get outside of your comfort zone, figure out what your values are, own your boundaries and like let the real you shine. (laughs) Yeah. As cheesy as it is, sometimes you really just like have to put yourself first. I feel like this year – I was doing a lot of things. Sometimes I was doing too much and I was forgetting about the things that are important, the things that are fun, the things that I need to do to take care of myself and things like that. So I feel like especially with Jupiter, you know, it's going to be in Pisces, which we love. One of the best transits to look forward to this year. And then also once it's in like Aries too, like that's going to be a good time. And, you know, as a Taurus, I understand the comfort that comes when things are familiar and where you feel, you know, comfy, cozy. But sometimes we need to switch it up and we need that change in order to grow. And it can be really hard to let go. But, you know, in order to like move on and experience new things and get to where you want to be, sometimes you have to take that risk. So just keep that in mind if you face anything this year that's like feels a little bit, I don't know, challenging or difficult if you're feeling still a little bit uncertain. You never know, you know, you have to try, you have to put yourself out there. And yeah, am I convincing? I'm I'm trying to convince myself too as I'm speaking because like I, I have the Taurus and the Scorpio energy. So it's really, it's really a rough time but I've been getting better at it if you've been listening I let go of some clothes I let go of some makeup I'm gonna be famous next year it's in my it's (laughs) in my astrology like I wish that I was just saying that like because I want to say that but like 
I'm about to be in a third house perfection year ruled by Jupiter and Pisces. While Jupiter is at home, third house communication, the eclipses are in my fifth and 11th house where my midheaven is. I that that sounds like a recipe for Whoa. celebrity, but I mean I mean, if you get famous, it means that I will be famous with Jupiter in my 7th house and we are in a partnership. So Stick around because so I think my chart also predicts it's happening. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, you're definitely going to want to pay attention to this podcast next year because apparently we're going to be really famous next year. So at least you guys can say that you've been here since day one. But I think we want to end this on a positive note to give you some wisdom going into the new year. This has been an interesting year for sure, where we have learned a lot my biggest takeaway from 2021 and this is my new mantra I'm not sure how healthy of a mantra this is but it feels great I think if there's one thing I have learned in 2021 it's that you will always be the villain to somebody you'll always just piss someone off somehow and it's not realistic to live your life constantly trying to prevent someone from getting mad at you or for getting irritated at you so with that being said if you are always the villain to someone you might as well just do whatever the hell you want do what makes you happy do what makes you feel good and don't worry about what on earth other people have to say because If there's one thing that I learned from being on Twitter, which I'm not anymore, is everyone will find a problem with everything that you do. Always. And those aren't the people you want to surround yourself with. Like, just do what you need to do. Make yourself happy. Live your life. And at the end of the day, if you're pissing somebody off because you set a boundary or you you know, said something that was literally harmless, such as like, what a great day. Like, that's not your fault to solve that person's problem and to make them like you and to appease them. So you might as well do whatever you want because you're always the villain to someone. Anyways, I wish all of you a happy, healthy, safe new year. I cannot wait for another year of this podcast and navigating you through what on earth you can expect in 2022. It is always a pleasure being your guide to what on earth is happening in the universe. Cheers to another year of blaming our problems on the stars. If you want to stay in the loop with us in the new year, then make sure you're following us on Instagram at BLME The Stars. It is the same on Twitter at BLME The Stars. If you're listening to this on Spotify, we'd love a little rating. And same if you're on Apple Podcasts too. But anyways, that is all for now. And we'll see you all in the new year. Bye. Bye.